Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Outside the Box. I'm your host, One the CEO, and tonight I have another fire segment for you. I have a super producer in the building, so I need you guys to buckle up your seatbelts because you're now plugged in, tuned in, tapped in to Outside the Box. So as you all know, I love, love, love music. And although a lot of artists get a lot of credit, most producers, you never get to see their faces. So tonight, I decided to put a producer on the forefront. So I, I want you guys to give it up for In Dawson Beats. All right, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yes, thank you for coming to the show. Yeah, thank you for uh, inviting me, for sure. Yeah, so tell yeah. me a little bit about yourself, because I know I got to know, in, you know, in passing, a little bit about who you are, but the whole world is listening and watching, and I want you to introduce those that may not know who you are. Who you are? Um, well, uh, I'm, from, I'm from California, from mm -hmm. Sacramento, and uh, I came out here to uh, actually Dallas for music in, like, 2012, mm -hmm. so... Uh, I started doing music, and uh, I went from there pretty much. I started getting my feet wet in Dallas, to be honest with you. And then uh, I kind of just made my way down to Houston a couple times. And then I started doing, like, different tours and stuff, going different places, uh, Miami, New York. And I, I, got, I started to be known as the traveling producer. That's what a lot of people start, you know, calling me the traveling producer because – I got up. I got up and I, I ran. You know what I'm saying? I got up. Now let me yeah. scale it back a little bit because I want to find out now how long have you actually been producing? Uh, middle school. Oh wow! I so started when I was 13. Oh, so you way back yeah. in the game. Yeah, I, I turned 30. I'm 30 now, but I started when I was 13. So yeah. you've been doing this. This is something you passionate. It just yeah. chose. Did it choose yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I used to watch my dad play uh, blues and okay. dance, and I, that kind of just when I saw somebody doing that. It was like, I want to make people do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So then um, I started trying to figure out how to make beats. And I just figured it out. My mom refinanced her house and went and bought me studio equipment. That's that's just what happened. Now, I, I have to stop and ask you, can you tell me what this is around your neck? Oh, this is an MPC 1000 right here. This is uh, my uh, my MPC necklace. I've been doing this for about, about 10 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of just made, I had to make something, you know, stand out. Uh -huh. A lot of people copycat. A lot of people aren't original. So I had to like do something. This actually was my first beat machine. When my mom refinanced her house, she she bought this. Oh wow! And I was I was yeah. So I had this since I was thirteen. Shout out to mom. Yeah, man. yeah. And I wasn't I wasn't using it no more because yeah. you know everything went to uh, digital instead of hardware. Mm -hmm. So I said I can't just leave it in the house. I'm gonna make it a necklace. And I rigged it, and then I got it fixed professionally. So now it's it's a um it is something that's become become who I am as a person. Like, everybody knows me for this. Like, if I take this off when I go places, sometimes people don't even recognize me. Um, and people like Nipsey Hussle actually stop me and say, hey, man, let me hear it. Let me hear something. You know, I, seen, I did you see those pictures? Yeah, I did. We'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to that. And then uh, I kind of just, I got tired of asking people, hey, listen to this, listen to this. So I'll just walk in a room. I won't say nothing to nobody. Mm -hmm. I'll just wear my beat machine. I'm, and I, I might see them again. I won't say nothing. But they'll I, definitely rec they'll remember that yeah, beat machine if yeah, they don't remember it, anything yeah. else. It gets them talking to me. Instead yeah. of me saying, hey, I'm a producer, 
I don't do that to nobody no more. If they don't talk, I won't talk. Eventually, they come over and they say, hey, what you doing? Let me let me hear something. It might be the third, fourth time I see them, mm-hmm. you know, but eventually it happens versus if I didn't have it on, they would never even really talk, you know? Right. Yeah. Conversation it. started. I loved it. Yeah. So before you decided, like you say, you, you started in middle school. Right. When did you start producing music for other artists? Um, It's kind of funny. So for a while, um, a lot of people... A lot of times I would send people beats and they, they wouldn't even open the files. Mm-hmm. So it took me, I can't remember what what, what happened. Oh, no. I, I, what I did was um, I, I found an artist that was really just hungry like I was, you know. Mm-hmm. And I start, uh, I start making music with him. So all the other people that would never open my files when I would email them, they, I, like I would talk to them. Hey, you open the files? Oh, I didn't even open that. Mm-hmm. They didn't even know how dope I was until I actually got an artist. That was around 2013, mm-hmm. uh, 14. And then that was my, which is uh, Co, you know, my mm-hmm. first artist. And then people pretty much start hearing me from that. And then people start asking for my beats after that. So I want to say 2013. Speaking of Co, sure. we have a video yeah. of this Co featuring Gunplay, Windows Too Dark. Yeah. Let's check it out.
dark, little nigga. But when it's too dark, but when it's too dark, little nigga. But when it's too dark, now I don't see you, nigga. Now you can't see me, nigga. But when it's too dark, little nigga. But when it's too dark, but when it's too dark, little nigga. But when it's too dark, but when it's too dark, little nigga. Now I don't see you, nigga. Now you can't see me, nigga. But when it's too dark, little nigga. Now, I actually have a few photos of a few people that you've come into contact with from uh, Nipsey Hussle right. to Slick Rick. And um, right. you even have, that's there, that's Nipsey Hussle. And we have another one there that is... Zaytoven. Zaytoven. And yeah. then you have another one with Slick Rick. So tell me, have you worked with any of these artists? Okay, so it's... It's it's a long it's a, it's, it's uh, we all know Nip's Nip rest in peace pass away. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in the works because mm-hmm. I like I was telling you how I would see somebody the first time they wouldn't say nothing, and then they see me a second time then then they, they wouldn't say nothing they see me a third time then they finally say something if they mm-hmm. see me wearing my beat machine on my neck that's what Nip did. Okay. So eventually he called me out in front of everybody. Let me hear something. You know uh, uh, he wanted me to actually play something on my on, on my actual beat machine. And uh, I ended up have I ended up having my uh, my junk drive on me, so that didn't happen. But even the uh, people on the stage that was uh, he had like a live um, band up there, like they got off the stage and came and took pictures with me. I, I now that never happened. That was the first time, you know, that ever happened. But he had seen me when he came to Houston, mm-hmm. and uh, I had walked in there with it on, and and everybody stopped and looked, including him. Mm-hmm. But he didn't speak though. He just mm-hmm. said that's dedication. Then I saw him again. He didn't say nothing. Then I seen him again at, uh, I think it was the House of Blues, I believe it was. I think that was at the House of Blues that night. And that was when he asked to uh, actually hear something. So eventually, I would have had him on a record, but he passed away, you know. Yeah, rest so in that, peace, Nipsey. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, and that's no cap. So who are some of the artists that you've had the opportunity to work with on your journey? Um, Well, I, uh, Currency. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Checkered Flag. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a real dope record. It's, it's a, a real soulful record. Like, I like sampling. Mm-hmm. So I found some um some real 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 old 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 samples. I got eight terabytes of samples. I don't know if you know how much that is, but yeah. eight terabytes is a lot of a lot of music. And it's yeah. just samples, voices, and um I, I like I like to go through those voices and, and place them, you know, in specific places in my beats and stuff. So you could hear that and check your flag if you check it out. So uh, you work with currency. Currency. And- uh you got um of course MMG. Uh you got uh Boston George. Uh, who else? Uh, oh yeah, Turk, Turk and Birdman. Okay. Uh, all the money, uh, I got that. And then um, I was supposed to make Meek Mill's album, but it didn't work. And then I, I didn't make it. Uh, some, uh, the beat got picked up, but it didn't make the album. And then same thing with Tiger. So now I'm just pretty much waiting on other placements. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do we have? Oh, Mr. Lucci. Mr. Lucci. Mr. Lucci from Dallas. I got, I got. That's. That's my I hey I I, I <laughs> say the best for last. Yeah. That's okay. somebody that actually made it that really showed me a lot of love. You you know who Mr. Lucci is out of Dallas, right? We'll get there. Okay, I haven't cool. heard of him, but okay, you just yeah, put well, me on. Yeah, he's definitely a legend. Mr. Lucci from Dallas. I I love him to death. <laughs> okay, cool. So who were some of the so who were the, some of the people in growing up that you looked to that may have inspired who we see today? Um musically. So I'm from Sacramento, California. So 
it was Brother Lynch, uh, T Nutty Nut, of course X Rated, uh, and my um, best friend actually who just got a, uh, a deal with Universal. Mm-hmm. He got signed uh, through Blockstar uh, uh, Universal, which is uh, X Rated's label, uh, Macintosh. Okay. Uh, and we grew up in in the middle school when I was telling you, when I first started, mm-hmm. and we had a group called Three Figures. Uh, so that 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 helped me mold me into who I am today. And then I got a cousin. Uh, I think did he get signed with uh, Tech Nine? I can't remember, but his name is Bishop. Okay. Uh, and uh, I watched T Nutty Nut Bishop. He was called Young Bop back then, and they used to all be rapping. I'd just be watching them, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. Uh, Key Loom. Uh, and then when I moved to Texas, I moved here when I was. I think 18, mm-hmm. uh, it was, um, of course, Rap-A-Lot. I used to always hear people talking about Rap-A-Lot. I think Trader Truth was still under them at the time. So him, uh, just the o- overall South, period, uh, helped me, you know, with my with my music and everything. So just, I can't name all the artists. Right. You know, yeah. but then, but what really stamped me was when I moved to Dallas and I started getting into the artists' uh, uh, personals, personal lives, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that really, I think, kind of put the stamp on my sound as far as, like, seeing and, and kicking it with these people. You know, it, it brought something else out of me that I didn't have before. Because all these, all these other people, I would just see them. You know, I didn't have no personal uh, uh, no personal time with them. So when I started actually getting personal time with these artists, it brought out it brought out more creativity, more authenticity. Uh, auth- you know what I'm trying to authenticity, say. Authenticity, yes. Authenticity, yeah, yeah. And uh, it kind of molded me to who I am today. That's why I can now, walk around personal like this. is good. But let's get to the yeah. business. Okay, cool. So, in in your run of the mill of music, you have made a lot of strides, but you've also learned a lot of lessons along the way. Right. And I listened to a previous interview that you did, and I heard you talk about the business in and how important it is to have yes, your paperwork in order. So, I, I want to give you an opportunity to kind of elaborate a little bit on this platform. Okay. How important, because I know there's other artists and producers that are listening and a lot of times we just want to get our music heard. We don't we don't pay attention to the fine print. Right, there's right, so right, many right, artists right. who drop their music on SoundCloud and I hear, hear someone else with a similar track or a similar verse. Right, right, right. So the paperwork is very important. So can you shed a little light on that for us? Um, okay, so to make things uh, in uh, all in a nutshell, if you aren't a published uh, artist, that's the first mistake. You got to have your BMI. You got to have your ASCAP, you know. And then there's another part of it, too, that a lot of people don't understand, which is the, uh, the mechanical royalties. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to have some type of uh, uh, platform where you're also uh, collecting your mechanical royalties. Uh, I think it's called um, uh, Harry Fox. Okay. Uh, uh, y'all, y'all remember that Harry Fox, you want to sign up with Harry Fox and then you want to get with uh, BMI or ASCAP. And then split sheets is the number one thing you got to learn how to fill out. Because uh, a lot of times people go in the studio and they do music and they leave out the studio without doing their split sheets. You don't do that. Right. You do, yeah, you have your split sheets in your backpack with you. G- get online, download a template of split sheets and have that with you. When you're in the studio, hey, as soon as you get done with those tracks uh, in that studio, you have y'all, you have y'all do y'all split sheets as soon as y'all done. Because once you, once you leave, a lot of time it's hard to get back in contact with that what person. What is a split sheet for those that are um, listening that may not be familiar with that um, terminology? A split sheet is basically uh, the breakdown on that track between you as the producer and the artist. Well, mm-hmm. for me, as a producer and the artist. Right. Uh, and um, a lot of times, if you do not fill that out, 
they can just put another. They can say another. They because somebody's gonna do it. Either the label's gonna do it. Somebody's gonna have that sheet. So mm-hmm. e- either you're gonna do it, or 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 somebody else is gonna get 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 that get that money. Somebody's gonna be getting paid from that. Mm-hmm. So it really helps to stop the uh, the other person on the other end from from uh, fucking you out of your uh, out of your money. You gotta have those splits. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what what is a, a tough lesson that you learned? Okay, I can't say no names, cause. It, it, you know, I don't, <laughs> don't want to. You feel me? I can't say no names because I didn't been through a lot. But uh, I was in um, uh, Miami, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I kind of did some some. It was a big step for me in, in my career, and uh, I walked out of there not signing no split sheets. And it kind of like what I'm saying now. It got it got kind of messy. It got fixed later on because I start calling my um pulling my pulling my plugs, and you know eventually it got fixed. But so. My lesson was to even no matter how 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 big the opportunity is, always uh, have your um your your understanding. If it, if if it's not done right, say no. So my biggest lesson was uh, being close to blowing up, mm-hmm. and, and 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 the person not wanting to sign the split sheets, and I just be like, okay, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? We'll 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 figure that out later. And the only reason why I did it was because I was so close to blowing up. And like I said, I can't go into any details, but I should have known what my leverage was. I had something that they needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had something that was different. I, ha- I got my own sound. So when I played my music, it was like wh- I, I, I should have been paying attention to how they were looking. So mm-hmm. I actually had leverage. Mm-hmm. But because I felt like I was in the studio with somebody very, somebody uh, more established than me, I kind of was like, you know what, we'll just see how it works. And right. you don't do that. that no. No. If it do, if it's not right, don't do it no matter. I don't care if it's Drake. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's Beyonce. If if you gotta know when to say no. Correct. Period. Now I know you are well traveled. Right. So when you go abroad, how do you how do you build your network? Is it word of mouth? Do you promote? Like how how do people You really wanna know? Yes, I really wanna know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get on people's nerves. Okay. Ask Bebe. Bebe, everybody know who Bebe is. Bebe, Bebe, uh, DJ Bebe? Hey, Bebe, that's my song. Okay, Turn yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Bebe, Bebe. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if Bebe was here, I, I'll call this phone a hundred times. Hey, man, I got these beats. I got these beats. I had one artist tell me, man, if I don't rap to this beat, you're going to pull a strap on me. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's... But I'm persistent. It's just me being persistent with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might take me six years. It took me uh, seven years to get a song with Boston George. Mm-hmm. I don't think you understand. Seven years. That's a long time. It was uh, he was um doing something with Yo Gotti in Dallas uh, at Guns and Roses, and uh, that's when I first met him. And I've been I've been on him ever since then. And I finally got a song with him about eight months ago, which was which I which I seen on the screen. Mm-hmm. That took me seven years to get. So it's it's. It's really just not giving up. It's it's I don't care how long it take me. Mm-hmm. I heard Rick Ross say one one time, uh, he didn't care if something took him ten years. He just didn't want to waste time. Yeah. You know, if something if it take me ten years to do it, as long as I get it done, if I just he, don't want right. to waste time. If you accomplish the goal, it's yeah. not time yeah. wasted. Yeah, and and I didn't know what I was doing at the time, mm-hmm. but I had that concept in my twenties. So that's why it, it eventually it happens, you know, mm-hmm. but some people don't want to wait six, seven years for something. Well, because because once that happened, it was quick. Yeah, 
But all that time was wait. But I, I wanted what I wanted, you know. Even a child take nine months to be born. Yeah, yeah. And if so, you want to be technical, it'll take ten because forty weeks is ten months. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. So <laughs> okay, cool. You don't, yeah, you don't, you yeah. don't make love tonight yeah, and have a yeah. child tomorrow. You right. got to birth that baby. You right. got to nurture right. it, and exactly. sometimes it takes longer yeah. to. You know, change the di- change the diaper, put the pamper yeah, on. Yeah, you gotta and, do all kind of stuff. You gotta do all that to grow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have definitely um, birthed a beautiful child because right. you are living in your passion. Right. You're producing. You're right. seeing your work manifest. Right. So what do we have to look forward to from Indusin? Um, I got a project I'm working on with one of my buddies uh, out of New York. Uh, he goes by the name of Jay Hatchet. Okay. Uh, and uh, he he's worked with a lot of people. Um, I don't need to go into no details, but he's he's a very he's a vet, okay. uh, and uh, he he reaches out to me and has me he has me do um uh like like drops for people, mm-hmm. uh, hooks, uh, and whole songs. So like I might I might produce something and get somebody to put a hook on it, okay. and then I send him all this uh, material, and then he tries to get it placed within the industry. Oh, so I, I mean you it. know as far as like what y'all have to see. It's just whatever. It's something's gonna land. Yeah. I just gotta land some more of these places. Well, I just so, might yeah. have a plug for you for that too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, for sure. I got you <laughs> for sure. Shout out to the yeah. Royce Factory. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, they yeah. definitely, she definitely will get you right. Yeah. DJ Kelly Royce, she's yeah, yeah. The plug when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. So I'll actually, while I have everyone's attention, I want to remind you guys that we are on multiple platforms. You can also find us on our YouTube channel, Outside the Box with Onay. Make sure you like us and subscribe. To that channel you can even find us on hip hop streets live stream music app iHeartRadio, itunes spotify stitcher google play google podcast anchor i mean you name it we are there you can catch us at the same time same place next week or you can even catch us on thursday evenings at 7 p.m on a star tv now for those that are watching that want to stay in contact with you you have an instagram page as well do you respond to your dms for sure all right so his instagram page is in dot dawson beats make sure that you follow him on the gram and if you are seriously interested into some of his music make sure you dm him serious inquiries only for sure. you know yeah so i want to thank you again for coming on the show for letting me ask a few questions about your journey. Get all in your business. So if there's one word of advice that you want to leave those listeners with, what would it be? Um, if you really want to be if you really want me to be honest. All the time. It's it's understanding uh your journey. If it's right in your heart, don't let nobody strive you away from that because it's you gotta be dedicated to what your vision is and don't be scared to be different. Like I'm walking, I'm walking around with this beat me shit on my neck. It's different, mm-hmm. so it wasn't accepted at first, but it turned into something else that was beautiful. But at first, it was very discouraging because people used to say, "Oh man, you look crazy, you look this," but now it's been ten years, and it's the same reason why somebody like Nipsey Hussle stopped me and said, "Hey man, let me hear something." So you got to understand when you got something in your mind and you visualizing it, don't let somebody else come and throw salt on whatever it is you feel like you need to do uh, to do to get to the next level. So just stay dedicated to whatever it is you feel like uh, that's going to uh, create your vision and get you to your journey, and don't be scared to be different. I love that. I love that. So on that note, we're going to close out the show. And this particular segment was powered by Too Much Pressure Clothing. Be sure you go and get some of that merch. 
And also, I want to thank you one more time again. We're going to close out the show with another track that you produce. Okay. It's actually uh, 10, is that 10, ten Militia? T- uh, t- ten, 10 Militia in Boston, George. In Boston, George. Produced by in Dawson, yes. Yes, you got it. So you are now plugged in, tuned in, tapped in to Outside the Box. Damn. 36 times thousand dollars, 36 thousand. You know what? Join the gang, give a nigga change. Die by the die, do the same. Clear by the motherfucking coat. On my soul, I never change. Hey, niggas be snakes, rattling like a muff in the cage. They tattling. Over my safe, they got rats. Trap, shit. It's your boy, Young Mizey, man. I'm fucking with DJ Trapaholics. Fuck you, dog. Break. Did what the fuck I'm saying? What time for the niggas out there going to get it? Pandemic or not, nigga. Real. I wrote Kim Kardashian little, told her to help my dog out. I hired my dog a lawyer, nigga, because COVID-19, nigga. It's easy to forget about a nigga, but I don't forget about a nigga. I'm a real solid one, nigga. And the fans are not. Nigga, from H-Town to D-Town, around the world, nigga. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Talking that shit, never did that. Million dollar trap, nigga, yeah, I've been there. Nigga, want to pack, say, nigga, I'ma send that. Swear around, back and sell, nigga, I tend it. Two, four, five, four, whole thing, cover 19, I'm bust that up. Never thought the brick man, never sell, sell, four thousand, now zip me up. FBOP, 300 money, yeah, my dog gon' eat. Got my dog locked up, up in bed, drop hella more money than a nigga in the street. One time free meat, Zippo. Down now, pizza, Zippo. Damn, son, where'd you find this?